What's up, everybody? It's the Benchwarmers and Waterboys podcast. It's me, your host, Carson. We've got John and Thatcher. Daniel is okay. out for a family emergency, so hopefully we'll have him back next week. And Charlie is unfortunately only going to be able to do one episode a week with us going forward for the time being. So right now, you just got the three best friends, the three amigos, three musketeers, the three best people of the podcast. It does feel nice to, once again, um, know that I am the worst-looking man on the draft. The two bold ones and the one good-looking one on the podcast. That's right. That's right. Thank you for encouraging me in ways that nobody on this planet ever has before. You're welcome. <laughs> no, I'm always... here for you, but except um, for you sure. know, like middle-aged women who are just like, "Oh, you're to my mom. Oh, your son's so handsome. <laughs> oh, you're so okay, cute." Okay, but haven't I said what I've said before? Yeah. No. Look at his no. cheeks. That's right. Look at mine. My... I say look at his butt <laughs> instead. Gosh. That's true. That's true. <laughs> All right, let's get into it. Um, okay, let's get into injuries. Unfortunately, a little bit longer list of injuries. Kenyon Drake, Andy Dalton, Deshaun Jackson, Odell Beckham Jr., Deontay Johnson, Jeff Wilson, Chris Carson, Joe Mixon, Allen Robinson, and Debo Samuel. So let's start but at the top. On the flip side, though, CMC may be coming back this week. So That's true. There's, there's a, a possibility. Bunch of injuries, yeah, he threw off his red jersey. Back. He threw off his red jersey and put on like a practice jersey. So True. I think it's a long shot that he plays, but it's nonetheless long shot it's very that he good. plays, but he's cleared. So crossing yeah. our fingers. He's okay. been out way too long. Let's talk about Kenyon Drake. Kenyon Drake, uh, running back for the Arizona Cardinals, went down. He had a very very grimacing look. He had to be carted off the field and helped off the field. So um, I would expect him to be gone for a few weeks. You need to get Chase Edmonds on your roster if you haven't already picked him up. If he's still sure. available. You need to get him on your team stat. That was an injury um, ankle or an ankle injury as well. So it's probably a couple weeks out and then a more for recovery. Um, right. Yeah. If you're looking at that, so he's probably going to be splitting time. So Yeah, getting carted off is never a good sign. No. Even even if he comes back healthy in two weeks, I think that they're going to have to It's going to be split. a split back. There's no shot that he comes back as lead Chase back. Edmonds has already proven he's the best running back on this team. So Definitely. Okay, yeah. Andy Dalton has not – he had a terrible – um, excuse me, I'm having hiccups right now for some reason. He, uh, I think John Bostic tried to behead him live on television. Um, thankfully, <laughs> yeah. he that was an failed. execution we all witnessed. Correct. It was brutal. Thankfully, he failed. But uh, uh, Andy Dalton, it, his head hit the hit the ground with such an amount of force that I'm. He looked unconscious for a he brief time. He looked like period. he didn't he know, like where he didn't he know where he was. Did you see him yeah. walking around? Yeah, he got he up. He seemed confused. You forgot what his name was. That um, man had no idea who he was. Not only has he not cleared concussion protocol, but I don't even think he – I mean, of course he's not medically cleared to play, but he hasn't practiced at all. He hasn't uh, – and so he's a long shot to play. I don't think he's going to be there this week, but you can probably expect him back for week nine. Um, possibly. So, Very possibly. Uh, Deshaun Jackson probably done for the year. He had an ankle injury, so he's probably done for six to eight weeks. Everyone, you were really um, hyped on Deshaun Jackson this year. I was hyped on him for week one. To Everyone, be really to be clear, for this year. To be clear, so uh, yeah, you probably should have cut him already. But just in case you didn't, it's time to yeah, cut him. He's not worth it. Yeah, you can't trust an Eagles wide receiver. His career is probably Always over. Um, Odell Beckham Jr. ACL out for the year. Interesting because Baker Mayfield has proven to be a more efficient quarterback when OBJ is not on the field because he's not he's not uh, f- having to force the ball to a singular wide receiver. He's able to spread the ball to whoever he thinks is open. So this could be good for the Browns organization, which means that OBJ is probably on the way out. Um, yeah, which makes be- you have you seen that stat though and really thought about though? If you have OBJ and Jarvis, you shouldn't be forcing the ball either direction. But with OBJ out, 
Um, it looks like he's not forcing the ball as much, which is weird because you'd think he'd be forcing it to Jarvis more. It's yeah. kind of a backwards thing if you... I agree, yeah. But I, I will say, sense, but... just to a little side comment on, on OBJ, um, the way that his contract is built, uh, if he is on the roster by next uh, by the first day of the league year for next year, he gets an enormous bonus, a roster bonus. And so uh, there's a, a big possibility that there's a small that there's a chance that OBJ could be traded by the trade deadline. Now, of course, he wouldn't add any value to any teams this year, but of course, he would be healthy and uh, able to play for them next year. So keep an eye out. I, I think that there's a chance that that could happen. Um, okay, let's move on. Deontay Johnson ankle probably no more than a week, if that. Um, John, what are what are your thoughts? I don't. I haven't really done a lot of research into Deontay Johnson. Um, for this injury it's I don't think it's big um I don't think it's anything close to what he's been hurt with before um I've seen ankle I the recent things I've seen was toe I know during the game they're saying ankle I know a couple days after they're saying ankle now they're saying toe um so I don't think it's a big thing um yeah he didn't practice so. He didn't practice, but it's also Wednesday, and people yeah. usually don't practice on Wednesdays. They usually give him the day off. So I'd be watching tomorrow and Friday um, as well as Saturday to see what they're kind of saying. I expect him to be back. I don't know if he's going to be taking the same reps. I think last week um, him getting so many targets was, A, because he's back, but also because Chase Claypool wasn't getting targets, so he and Juju were getting targets. So um, I expect him to be playing this weekend. Um, yeah. It'd be weird if he wasn't. Maybe smaller reps. Um, probably won't be playing as many, many downs. Um, but I expect him to be back. Yeah, Thursday and Friday practice uh, is is the really big indicator. So keep an eye out to see if he's at least limited. If he's at least limited uh, by for for a Thursday practice, and that's a really good sign. Um, so if he's only limited on Friday and doesn't practice Thursday, then that might uh, cause some for for some concern. So keep yeah. an eye out for that. Okay, Jeff Wilson. Um, probably not a lot of probably not a lot of you had him on your roster, um, but he had a pretty bad ankle injury, so he's going to be out for at least a few weeks. Um, so keep an eye out to see if Tevin Coleman is on waivers. Uh, maybe Jarek McKinnon or even um, Jamichael, Jamichael Hasty. So I I personally think that if Tevin Coleman is not back this week, then he's back next week, which in my opinion will make Jamichael Hasty probably irrelevant. Maybe even te- uh, maybe even Jarek McKinnon because Tevin Tevin Coleman. Um, is probably the most well-rounded running back on the team, um, even with Raheem Mostert healthy. And so uh, you can probably expect Tevin Pullman to be the main guy, especially if Jeff Wilson is out. Um, but yes, you could probably cut Jeff Wilson uh, because everybody else is going to be healthy by the time he's healthy. So, okay, Chris Carson. So Chris Carson uh, exited the game and did not come back in. But what's good to note is that he was on the sideline, padded up, ready to go back into the game. Um, he never came back into the game, even though it was a very close game, which is odd, which means that his injury might be worse than Chris Carson believed it to be. But because he was, he looked like he wanted to go back into the game, um, I think that that's probably a strong bet that he's probably going to be there uh, for uh, week eight this week uh, of the season. So um, I would definitely be cautious. Um, maybe if you can afford to bench him, that might be a good idea. I wouldn't be surprised if Carlos Hyde got a lot more touches or DJ Dallas got a lot more touches but keep an eye on, on his uh, practice status um, because there Again, is a chance he misses this Friday. See how it goes. Yeah. Uh, last three names, Joe Mixon. Um, let's see here. He looks like he's probably going to play. He had a foot injury and it, it was kind of out of the blue that he was out last week. So I don't know if he'll be out this week, 
but I wouldn't be surprised if they held him out this week just to be safe because they do have a week nine bye, And so that would just give him two more weeks to rest up for the end of the season. I think the Bengals already know that they're not going to be making playoffs. And so I wouldn't be surprised if they do bench him. So be prepared for a pivot if need be. Okay, Allen Robinson. Thatch, I know that you were watching the game. Uh, I unfortunately could not watch Monday Night Football, but apparently he had a concussion and is still in concussion protocol. Um, what are your yeah. thoughts? I mean, it looked pretty brutal, but, I mean, at the same time, he, didn't, he wasn't, like, knocked out like Andy Dalton was. He wanted to go back in, but the refs wouldn't let him go. So, I mean, I, I don't think he's going to be out that long. So, it didn't look too bad. So, probably okay. like a week or so. Yeah. Uh, Debo Samuel, hamstring injury. Apparently, it's not too severe, so it looks like you're probably not going to be missing him more than a week or two, but he is definitely out for this week, so pick up your Brandon Ayukes uh, and, and throw him into your starting lineup if, if you need that. Uh, he can definitely be a great flex play. Um, Brandon Ayuk, uh, pick him up. Devo Samuel is out for at least a week. Okay, John, you just added Michael Thomas to the show, Doc. Um, apparently, it's possible. Tell me more about this. Um, so what I've, I've been saying a couple, a couple things here and there. Um, it's nothing for sure yet. Everyone's saying it's strongly possible that Michael Thomas may miss another week. Um, what I'm seeing is that he suffered a hamstring injury during practice, uh, just a strain. So it's possible. Um, nothing's for sure yet, but that's something to keep an eye on. I know that Emmanuel Sanders also missed last week and he's been out for several weeks, one for fighting other ones for injuries. So I don't know if it's just his year of injuries or if this um, is serious, may not be serious. So we'll, we'll see. Just keep an eye on that. Um, but he's missed a lot of the year. Yeah. Yeah. If he does play, though, the Bears are a struggling secondary as of right now. So um, if he plays, you probably have to start him. Um, but if you have a pivot, maybe it's worth the pivot just because we're not really sure how healthy he will be, even if he does play. So um, I wouldn't be surprised if he sits this week just to make sure that they have a fully loaded Michael Thomas ready to go for their playoff push. Okay, here we go. Uh, bye weeks. Um, people on teams on bye are going to be the Washington football team, the Arizona Cardinals, the Jacksonville Jaguars, and the Houston Texans. Um, I wouldn't be surprised, though, if the Jaguars and the Texans came out of a loss with this bye week. They're just not very good football teams right now. So um, what was that, John? Are you happy with this not having to watch this week? You get a rest. Am I happy not having to watch the Texans? Yes. Yes. This is mine. Yes. And And the reason I say yes is because, number one, yes, I'm a Texans fan, but it hurts to be a fan of a team that you know is going nowhere. Um, for the foreseeable future. And so it's nice to not really have that pressure of watching your football team fail. Um, plus, I'm just a fan of the NFL in general, so I get to focus on all of the other games. Do you see these four teams, because trade deadline is coming up, do you see them making more trades than anyone else because they got more time to focus on trades than um, playing? Um, no, I wouldn't be surprised if that plays into it. But to be honest, I don't think that that's a big deal because general manager is not really involved with day-to-day operations of the football team themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that the general, the general managers are kind of in their own world doing their own thing. Fair. So, uh, yeah, there's a chance that that could happen, but I don't really expect it. So, no. all right, let's quickly check the free the team clock. Um, Adam Gase is still a head coach in the NFL. Matt Patricia is still a head coach in the NFL and Mike McCarthy is still a head coach in the NFL. I will say though, it's funny to note that, uh, the, the defensive coordinator, I forget what his name is for the Cowboys was on a conference call and on a zoom call 
and they had to pause the meeting because uh, during the press conference, he got Tabasco sauce in his eye. So um, <laughs> it's just kind of goes to show that the Cowboys are falling apart on all aspects um, of the organization. Jerry Jones is also going on to radio, um, radio shows roasting the players that remain anonymous coming out and making fun of the coaches, saying they're underprepared. Yeah. This organization is a disaster right now. Yeah. Yeah. I think Mike McCarthy needs to go. I think that it's time for Jerry Jones to – I think him and his down. staff need to go. They came in. Apparently, they're unprepared. They're losing games. I mean, some of that, true, is down to Dak and Andy Dalton being on. But this team the coaches are unprepared. That's horrible. I think that this team needs a complete revamp from uh, from the top down. I think that they have a very talented roster, but they don't have the coaches to match. Um, well, so we'll see. the offense, but it's the defense losing games. So I think Correct. also people need to refocus their anger. Um, mm-hmm. That's my yeah. personal opinion. All righty. As of right now, there are no COVID game changes being rescheduled. But, John, you did say that there was a, a time of a, a game being flexed to a different time. Which game is that and what time is it? Um, week 10, the Steelers game was actually switched from – it was the Steelers and the Bengals, week 10. We are moved from 1 p.m. Eastern time to 425 Eastern time. So. Okay, so you're, gonna, you're just becoming an afternoon game instead of a Yeah, uh, it's not a huge game. change, but, I mean, we're also not playing with a bye week for the rest of the year. So right. it may just be a slight, slight change due to that or just another flex change. But yeah. that's the only thing I've seen this, this week. Okay, well then, uh, before we get into the review for how our – uh, our week seven went. Uh, is that right? Are we reviewing week seven? Yeah. We are reviewing week seven. We are yep. week Great. eight. Okay. Well, then let's let's talk about our Monday night football takeaways. Uh, the Rams versus the Bears. Um, I didn't get a chance to watch this game, but I did see the box score, and the Rams absolutely dominated the Bears. Dominant. Um, For sure. What, what happened, and why were the Bears so unsuccessful? I mean, they just – the Bears just couldn't get anything going on offense, even when the uh, the Bears had a pick six. Um, but I think it was a pick six. But it was a pick. It was definitely a turnover. But, um, I mean, the Rams just looked really organized, and I just was not expecting this. But overall, I mean, it was a pretty strong game. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hey, the Rams are – Y'all are going to hear this again on Friday if you're listening. But I'm just saying, me and Carson – both called that the Rams were more dominant than the Bears last week after Thatch right. and Dana yeah. made the argument that they were the Bears were in fact a better team. Right. They, so, they, yeah. The Rams no, are just Rams a better coach, good this more year. well-rounded team. They are. The uh, I mean, yeah, I think that the Chicago Bears have a defense that uh, overall is probably about as good, maybe better. Um, but the Rams are looking really good right now with Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey. So, uh, and then Jared Goff is not. Um, spectacular by any means. He's a glorified systems quarterback because Sean McVay is a very good offensive mind. But nonetheless, the Rams are going to win football teams. You don't go to the Super Bowl on luck. So, um, yeah. yeah, I expect the Rams to uh, – uh, yeah, yeah, the Rams are going to keep rolling. Okay, uh, NFL Week 7 in review. All right, let's talk about our starts. Uh, Austin Hooper started at Cincinnati. Uh, Daniel nailed this one. Um, just kidding, because <laughs> Austin Hooper didn't play. Uh, Austin Hooper is out. This was unfortunate. I think that the news wasn't dropped until after we recorded our episodes. Remember, we record our episodes on Wednesday nights. Uh, And so the news came out on either Thursday or Friday. And so uh, Daniel kind of missed out on that one. But that's okay. 
um, because he also called TJ Hawkinson against Atlanta, who dropped 17 points. Now I will say, I will say he, he did only have about 10 to 11 points because TJ Hawkinson uh, saved the day with this big, big uh, game with the last second touchdown for Matt Stafford. So he was the person that uh, caught the ball to win the game. Uh, It was funny because Todd Gurley was trying to stay out of the end zone, uh, but his momentum carried him into the end zone because the Falcons just wanted to run the clock down and then kick a field goal because they know that Matthew Stafford is very, very good at comebacks. Uh, And then they won that game. So um, uh, TJ Hawkinson was the recipient of that winning touchdown. Thatch. Yes. Yeah, Thatch, you started Mike Williams. Uh, What a start, man. Tell us about that (laughs) 1.4 points against Jacksonville. So so whenever I said Mike Williams, I I meant to say Keenan Allen. That's that's the one I was – That's crazy. You don't say (laughs) – But, um, yeah, honestly, I'm starting to think that my starts and sit, you know, sits every week, they should just definitely, whatever I say, just flip them because it's going to happen. But, yeah, 1.4 was not expecting that. I mean, he did not get many targets at all, obviously. So, yeah. it just was rough. I mean, Keenan Allen got a lot of targets, though. He put up 22 points. So, definitely should have said Keenan Allen. But yeah. All right, now let's talk about my start. Everybody turn your radios down because I'm about to get freaking hype. I freaking nailed this call. I went Super Saiyan level 10 nuclear on this call, calling Chase Edmonds to be the start of the week over the starting running back on their football team, Kenyon Drake. Okay. And Kenyon Drake went down with an injury. And that's what I'm about to say. I'm going to clear some things up, okay? Chase Edmonds finished the day with 21 and a half fantasy points. I don't care if Kenyon Drake went down. That's still an incredible smash start. But let me, let me just explain this. Kenyon Drake didn't go down until the end of the game, towards the end of the game. When, when Kenyon Drake went down, Chase Edmonds at that point had already had between 13 and 15 fantasy points. So he had already smashed the start of the week, okay? Uh, a guy that you might not, might not have even drafted to be on your roster, a guy that you probably picked up off of free agency, off of waivers to be on your team, scoring you know in the teens is is a big big thing for your roster and I started him um in at least one of my leagues I had to start him in dynasty uh which helped me come to a victory with about 174 points which is incredible so now I have two wins two in a row I'm on a streak and I'm happy about it um but yes Chase Edmonds balled out against Seattle exactly for the same reason I knew he would and it's because uh the Seattle got off to a hot start and Kyler Murray had to keep up and Kenyon Drake has proven that he can't catch the football this year. And Chase Edmonds was the guy who was catching the football and bailing Kyler Murray out. Um, now, let's, let's just really quickly jump into my sit uh, because Kenyon Drake only had five points. Now, uh, if, you, if you would have played the entire game, he probably still would have finished the game with probably less than seven points. So Kenyon Drake has proven to be a very, very bad running back this year. He barely got it done against the Jets. Um, even if Kenyon Drake comes back healthy in a couple weeks, um, I don't even know if he'll be the starter. Uh, I think he might get David Johnson. Uh, David Johnson only got like five carries um, last year uh, per game, if that. Uh, and he was just phased out of the offense completely. And I, and the only reason Kenyon Drake wouldn't be phased out is because there's not really anybody else behind him. So Kenyon Drake might still be involved, but I think that uh, Cliff Kingsbury is going to find that Chase Edmonds is the best running back on this football team, which would be great for my dynasty team. But Kenyon Drake nailed the sit five and a half or under five and a half points against Seattle. Unfortunately, he was hurt, but um, the injury didn't come until the late of the game, so that didn't really affect the call. So I'm going to toot my horn on that one. Congratulations to me 
and Chase Edmonds. Uh, Thatcher, you hinted at you needing to flip. So tell us about Derek Carr scoring 20 points. <laughs> oh, man, dude. I should not be a GM in the future, that's for sure. Anyway. You should not. <laughs> yeah. You've so, got time to learn. Derek time Carr, to improve. Yeah, you learn from your mistakes. Right? I, I can assure you it's only up from here. <laughs> Hopefully, yeah. Um, he, he threw 24 for 36 passes uh, for 284 yards. I mean, I for sure thought he was going to have a flat tire, no pun intended, um, against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But, yeah, it was just 20 points is pretty good for a quarterback. So, Yeah, pretty good for, a, you know, a guy that you wanted to sit. Uh, um, sit. So, yeah, just uh, maybe flip him. Maybe flip him. Okay. Yeah. Um, Daniel sat Hayden Hurst against the Lions, who – Ended up having a decent game, 13 12, points. 12 is, or 12.8 is good for tight end. Yeah, so. definitely good for, especially for a guy that has been very inconsistent. So I would say anything above eight is year. good for a tight end. So 13 is, is pretty good. All right, let's wrap up our sits. John, um, you sat Juju, hmm. um, who had like his only good game of the season. Explain how this happened. Oh, okay. Um, so I was one of the many that played Chase Claypool this past week. Who got me a solid 0.8? Um, <laughs> because the targets all went Juju and Deontay Johnson's way. Mm-hmm. So the game scripted out um, Malcolm Butler off the Titans team and just threw it everyone else's direction because Malcolm was guarding Chase Claypool all day. So I thought targets would still keep going Chase Claypool's way. I thought they're going to play hot hand. Um, but it turns out they are not doing that. And they are playing Juju and Deontay. So, good call, John. Way to sit Juju this week. Congratulations. Hey, at least you revitalized Juju uh, in I did revitalize him. You did that for him. It's true. I did did what I needed for my team. Yeah, Juju, if you're listening to this, just know that John Vaught, this is is because of him. You're welcome. Also, we're honored that you're listening to us. We're we're expecting your thank you note in the mail. Please talk to me. I would love to talk to you. (laughs) Yeah, Juju, feel free to come I've, on here and then. Uh, I've got John your jersey. Right. If you want to sign it, I revitalize <laughs> like your career in Pittsburgh. Please. Okay, let's talk about uh, let's talk about our pick and score updates, games. and then we'll jump into Thursday night football, and then we'll cap off with a fun draft that we've got for you today. Okay, so uh, for our pick and score update, just to refresh everybody, I went eleven uh, wins and three losses. Uh, I'm down to seventy percent on the season. I don't really know how that math worked out, but. Uh, currently leading the five of us, Charlie, for some reason, only picked one matchup out of all of the, what was it, 14, and literally got the one that he picked wrong. So uh, Charlie is 0 for 1 on the week, down to 66%. Daniel, 11 for 3, matching me, but his percent started lower, so he's down at 64%. Thatcher, 9 for uh, 9 wins, 5 losses, 60% on the season. John, congratulations. You hit double digits. Is this the first time you've ever hit double digits? Uh, yeah, actually. Um, it's wins. one of the few weeks I haven't gone 50, 50 yeah. or 500. So you're all the way back up to 55%. So, so I think the highest you've been so far is 52%. So congratulations. I, I raised my all-around percentage from like 51 to 55. So that was a huge week for me. Um, yeah. I'll have you all know that even though Charlie decided to sit the week, um, I still have less correct picks than him, which made me a little By 10%. sad to see. Um, no, just total. If you look at the total picks we've gotten correct on our Pick'em League, um, oh, I'm still no. behind him. Oh, no. <laughs> that was a little sad to look at that Charlie yeah, took the week that's off. that's not a good um, look. We're praying that I get another good one. 
That's yeah, just yeah. gonna keep me in mind as uh, we need my career and pick them to go. Yes, upwards. thoughts and prayers to the Vought family. Okay, alrighty. Let's talk about Thursday night football before we get into our draft. Um, let me let me kick this one off because you're gonna listen to our tomorrow episode, and what you're gonna find out is that we are recording our 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 Friday episodes before our Thursday episodes for the time being, um, because Charlie is only able to do one episode a week, and we figured that this Friday episode is a little bit more important, so that way he can get starts and sits. And this one's more of just review and for fun. But I forgot that uh, Teddy Bridgewater was my start of the week. Hint, hint. Um, I replaced him and talked about some other people as well. Uh, so don't, don't, don't freak out. You're going to be covered um, by me for the starts of the week. But nonetheless, um, Teddy Bridgewater is already going to be played by the time you listen to our Friday episode. So I'm going to talk about Pr- Teddy Bridgewater now. And then we'll talk about everything else. Uh, about the Falcons at the Panthers. So really quickly, Atlanta, 32nd best defense. Uh, so they're the worst. Uh, they're giving up uh, over 360 yards a game to opposing teams, including one game above 500 yards uh, in their second week. So Teddy Bridgewater is going to feast. The perfect thing about this game is that Atlanta's defense is terrible, but their offense is good. So they're going to be putting up larger numbers, and the Panthers are pretty much the exact same way. And so they're going to be putting up large numbers to try and keep up with the Falcons. I do think that the Panthers win this game uh, because the Panthers, I think, have the edge on defense and it's a divisional game. So, and it's a home game for the Panthers. So I think that Teddy Bridgewater is a smash start. Uh, get him in your lineup if you can, if he's a good option for you. Uh, all right, that's enough of me. What else do you all expect for the Thursday night matchup? I'm playing everyone on the Panthers offense. Um I mean, it's similar to what you were saying. I'm playing every single receiver. I'm playing Teddy. Um, CMC may come back. Christian McCaffrey may come back. But um, not so much as the running game as the passing game. I'm playing every receiver. I'm playing Teddy. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. I think the Panthers are going to pull this one out. Um, I'm playing Julio, Calvin Ridley. But besides that, um, I may not even play Matt I'm just playing Julio and Calvin. Okay, so let's let's clarify. You're starting Curtis Samuel, yes? Yes, I am actually starting him at Dynasty. Robbie Anderson. Correct. DJ Moore. Correct. Mike Davis. Maybe. Okay, and Teddy Bridgewater. So that's it. You're not going to start Ian Thomas. You're not going to start any of these other chump change guys. No, Uh, nothing else. I'm playing the three receivers and Teddy. Are you willing to start Hayden Hurst or uh, Todd Gurley? No, I'm looking for their options. I think that I personally think that you can play Todd Gurley. He's been involved. Todd Gurley has been all right lately. I just think there's better yeah, options. Yes. A lot of touchdowns, so. But I will say that Hayden Hurst has been inconsistent. So if you have other options, I'm maybe not look playing for Hayden options. Hurst. No shot on playing Hayden Hurst. He's been so inconsistent this year. Question: So if you have Christian McCaffrey and Mike Davis. Do you go with Christian McCaffrey then? Playing Mike Davis. Well, first of all, Christian if, McCaffrey is questionable. If Christian McCaffrey plays, you have to play Christian McCaffrey because he's Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. If he does not play, then yeah, I mean, I'm willing to start Mike Davis, yeah. uh, especially since the Falcons are just not a very good football team. He's not so playing. It's a short week. There's no way he's playing. I think they're just saying he's cleared just to say he's cleared. I don't think he's playing this week. Yeah. Okay. Let's let's uh, let me see here. Let's let's talk about Matt Ryan real quick. Because I know that you said you weren't really willing to start him, but I think that he's a. I mean, I think that he could be a good start. Um, uh, let me see here. I'm trying to find who has him. Okay, Carolina has the seventh best defense right now against quarterbacks, which is surprising because they've made a lot of headway. But what I will say is that Matt Ryan, whenever Julio Jones is on the field, is is not bad. 
Uh, Minnesota, 32 points. Detroit, 18 or 17 and a half. Seattle, week one, uh, 25 points. So he's only had one good and game. And look at the, look at the two of those games. You're looking at Vikings and Seattle, two of arguably the worst defenses this year. The other one was just 17 points. I consider a quarterback successful with 20 and over. Okay. Yeah, I see what you mean. Okay, that's, that's fair. seventeen. That's not successful. Green Bay, he did not do much. So then, would you take the? Would you take the? What do you think a good line would be? Eighteen and a half points. For this week, yeah, I'm putting him at eighteen and a half. I don't think he breaks twenty. So I, I think that he will break twenty. Um, but I wouldn't be. I mean, I he's not going to bust. I think he's going to get you at least seventeen. Um. I don't but, think he's going to bust. I think he'll just be a meh. I think yeah. I think the receivers will do well due to PPR. Mm-hmm. I'm just not sure Matt Ryan. I don't think it'll reflect in Matt Ryan's fantasy. Yeah. I think you can play him, but I think I would personally rather play Teddy Bridgewater this week. But it's close. Dude, I would too. It's close. Okay. All righty. Let's move on then. We have a spectacular draft. Um, okay. Thatcher, this was your idea. Again, you're on a roll right now. Tell everybody <laughs> – um, what we're going to be drafting, and then what the stipulations are going to be. All right, so what we're going to be drafting is just iPhone apps. And so we kind of all agreed that we would have um, – we would include – we would already have the camera app, the, the phone app where you call people, and then um, texting is included. But everything else is up for grabs. So – and the first pick is – The first pick – from our friend Olaf is going to be faster. So I think we all know what the number one pick is going to be, but let's not get ahead of ourselves. Let's see who's next. Uh, Daniel is not here, so he is disqualified. Let's see here. Am I going to be pick number two? I am. So John, you'll be pick number three. It's going to be Thatch, which it it sucks because in a three-person draft, I hate being second. I'd rather have a swing pick. Mm -hmm. So congratulations, John. Yeah, it's not bad though. Five rounds. There's a ton of apps. Yeah, we'll definitely a minimum of five rounds. Honestly, I mean, we could go, we could go pretty deep. So, Thatcher, you are officially on the clock, and tell us the easiest first pick of all time. Sure. All right. Well, this is my first pick, just because I go to it for all the answers in the world, and that is Google Chrome. So. So you're just to be clear, you're taking an internet browser. Correct. You're taking the internet. So this sucks because uh, this is an easy pick um, and it makes me regret not making it a mandatory item on your phone. But basically the the vision was you have like a flip phone and a flip phone can pretty much do three things. It can take pictures, not very good pictures, but it can take pictures. It can receive and send calls, text messages, and that's pretty much it. So Thatcher has now upgraded on the cell phone skill tree to an to iPhone 3. A smartphone. What do you yeah, got to touch? a smartphone. Let's go. So. Now Google. Okay. Let's see here. I am on the clock, and I'm just going to go through my phone and just figure out, like, what is so important to me. Um, this is a tough one because, obviously, some, for, some sort of browser is my number one. Um, but I... Okay, I, I'm not a really big fan of social media anymore. I haven't been on Instagram uh, in like two years, and I've been off of Twitter now for about a year. I, the only time I use Twitter is I use a separate Twitter account so I can get um, sports updates. 
because it's the best way to get that. But I will say the one social media that I do still like to use is Snapchat. So I guess I'm going to take Snapchat. It's just fun mm, to stay in touch with people no. that you don't get to see on a daily basis anymore. I thought, I was, gonna, I thought that was going to drop. So yeah, I got I got to take Snapchat. All right, John, you have two picks. Batch took, Batch took the internet, internet browser. I think another place to get great updates is Twitter. Yeah. Yeah, that was Twitter my... is a great place to get updates. Um, but you can get you on can... Twitter on the internet, though, can't you? You, you can. I just don't have access to the rest of the internet. Ah. I just have Twitter. It's the Twitter app. It's another fantastic place to get updates. You can get all your updates for your favorite people, great um, friends, family, all mm-hmm. of the above. Um, my second one uh, is important to me personally, um, and I'm sure it's to you as well. Uh, another play, great place for updates is the ESPN app. Hmm. Um, if you got ESPN Plus, you can watch uh, sports on it, but I am going ESPN okay. because I like to get my updates. Yeah, that's that's definitely a good one. That leaves me with some pretty good options, and I'm I'm split right now between probably two of them. Man, this is a tough one. I'm scrolling through my phone, and I'm looking at different apps, and I – okay. This is This is difficult. I okay. I'm gonna take Netflix, and oh, the nice. reason the reason I'm gonna take Netflix is just because uh, I prefer. I, I just I, <laughs> I just prefer like real television, good movies, and plus I can download stuff and watch it on the fly. So I'm taking Netflix. That's you got two picks. Yeah, this is tough. Okay, so I have the internet. So I mean, kind of any social media, you don't really need. I'm just gonna go with uh, the good old fashioned uh, Venmo app. Okay. Oh. Money management. Yeah. It's important. It's it important. It's a good one. And then next, let's see. I'm gonna have to go with Spotify. So. Yeah, that's Dang a good it. one. Okay, so music apps are gone. Like, I don't want to mess around with like Apple Music or like Amazon Music. So we're oh. saying Thatch call all music apps. Yeah, oh, dude, my I mean, there's another this. one that you can that you can draft, but it's not specifically. But uh, I'm I'm probably gonna take it next. So, um, I told you, John, that I didn't really like YouTube that much. Uh, but if it's the only way that I can get music to listen to while I'm working out or something, then I guess I gotta take YouTube. Uh, it, I'm not a big fan of YouTube. I hardly ever use it, but. Um, if it's the only way I can get music, then so be it. John, you've got uh, two picks, my friend. You have to get me a minute. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. Honestly, I'd be down to go an extra. I'd be down to go six. Our first ever six All round right. draft. If y'all are down, but do it. it's up to y'all. That's kind of frustrated this my, me. This is my this is my picks right here. All this, of the This is my draft, baby. Let's go. <laughs> this is the one where this you don't pick the random draft. one that nobody cares about. <laughs> well it's not too late. You never know. That's true, yeah. <laughs> that's just gonna pull out like Google Sheets here in a second. <laughs> so necessary guys. That's that's just well aware that all of his his uh okay. okay. So I think I think I'm gonna figure it out. I'm going with Vine dude. Does that even count? Yeah. It's not it even around anymore. It doesn't matter. It's an right. app. I'm getting an app. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'll allow it. I'll allow it. You said we're it's, getting it's an app. It was an app, but it's not an app anymore. So, so can you, you take TikTok? So basically, you picked nothing, but I'll allow it. Yeah. That just sounds so. That sounds like you're salty that I took mine. 
All right, pick another one. So is that like a Vine slash TikTok thing? Because yeah, so I guess I guess same. you can't take TikTok. So you have Vine. Yeah, so Vine and TikTok. Um, the next one is very necessary for me. Um, I'm directionally challenged. I'm no, don't do it. Oh, I Google forgot about this. Maps. Dang it, dude. Oh, I was going to take it with maps. my next pick. I, I was going to take a GPS. Dang it. Mapping apps Dang it, man. is mine. Congratulations. The steal of the draft has gone to John. No, I'm frustrated. I don't get any music. Dang it. I'm not going to know where I'm at, dude. Crap. Dude, oh, dang what it. I gotta drive anywhere. What up? Honestly, I'll trade you Netflix for GPS and Twitter. It'll trade me for two? Or uh, I'll trade you YouTube for GPS and Twitter. Does that mean I, I get another one then to replace it? Yeah, sure. All right, oh, bet. So I'll, I'll do that. So okay. I'll get YouTube. Oh, this is our first ever trade. Okay, so I'm going to add YouTube to you and i'll add gps wow. and twitter to me you're witnessing history everybody so i get fine. twitter and gps which sucks because that only leaves me with how many are we gonna do five or we're four doing, rounds i thought we were talking five or six. Oh yeah six rounds okay so we'll do six so rounds we'll, we'll go six okay so that that leaves me now with three um which is fine because my wife is very good with directions so I don't okay but to GPS. be fair you did just have your two picks so, um, so instead of Twitter, I'm going to go with Instagram, which is the way that I get a lot of my news. So that replaces my Twitter. I'm going to go with Instagram. Cool. Okay. All right. Well, then I'll take my fifth pick, which is I have to go. Can I take podcast app? Yeah, you can take that. Okay. I'm going to take podcast app because I'm actually over the last few years, I've gotten way more into podcasts when I work out than music. So really, I, I hardly ever listen to music anymore. Literally the Wait, only time you just I... took your fifth and that's only has three. So, well, that's because we made, we made the trade. Good. We made the trade. So that's just going to have, um, that's just going to have two picks. Four or five. I mean, you would go to your And then I'll get there. skipped in the sixth no, round. No, I have four. Okay, that's fine. fine. So I'm fine. making my... Uh, I'll be making my last. So you took this. a six round pie after this. But yeah, I, I gotta take podcast because literally the only time I listen to music is when I'm with other you people. Take your podcast. Fine. So. I got YouTube though, so we're all good. That you've got two picks. All right, I'm gonna take the Robin Hood app. Okay, oh, so more gotcha. money management. More you're money just being, management. You're just being like responsible. Trying to. And then the next one. Oh, let's see. I'm just gonna take Pandora. Why not? I like the listening comedy. Music apps are gone. Yeah, okay. this has already been oh, taken. All gone. Okay. Yeah, you have music apps. Yeah, you already have Spotify. That's true. Okay. Um, Disney Plus then. Next. Oh. Okay, I'll allow it. I won't just allow it. I'm gonna say that's perfectly fine. Yeah, I, I won't even doubt pick. it. Thatch. I think that's a good pick. Okay, so you've got five. I have to take my final pick right here. And this is a tough one. So I have Snapchat, Netflix, Twitter, GPS, and podcast app. So, oh man, this is a tough one. So I'm split. There are two different apps that I want to take. And uh, I'm going to throw it out there because I, I'm not going to take it. But I want to explain it. And I know John's not going to take it because he already has ESPN. But I really love our Sleeper app. I, we use Sleeper for fantasy mm -hmm. football. And yeah. it's a good way to get sports notifications. Uh, especially for football, but because That's I was able sponsor. to trade for Twitter, uh, I don't really need that anymore. And so I think 
that I am going to pivot and I am going to take uh, Amazon. So I now have uh, the Amazon shopping app. Um, I think that it's necessary because uh, I, I buy so many things on Amazon. So yeah, yeah, there it is. I, I have Amazon and I'm happy about it. I think this is a good draft for me. That's John, fun. you I have like to save money. So, you know, let's see here. you're about to take your two like final picks and then Thatch will skip me and then Thatch will have his sixth pick. So John, what are your two last picks? I think, I think my first one is going to be a game. It's going to be Flappy Birds. That's fair. Flappy Bird another, is one of the most iconic another, games of all time. Another game um, that is no longer around, but is fantastic. Was one of the greatest things that has ever shown up on phones as a whole, I believe. Um, and another one, you know what? I'm fine with what I have. I have ESPN for sports, TikTok, and Vine, because entertainment, YouTube, entertainment, music, Instagram for my news updates, and keeping in touch, Flappy Birds is a game. I'm going to take another game. Do it. I'm, I'm going to go with Fruit Ninja. Okay, Fruit really? Ninja. Okay. Big fan of Fruit Ninja. That was a big one back in the day Max. when I was seven years old. <laughs> um, yeah, sorry I haven't matured yet. My, my fault, dude. I will say if I was going to take a game, the one game that I do play a lot on my phone is – like Clash Royale, or maybe like just good old-fashioned spades, so mm. or solitaire. So okay, Thatch, take your last pick. All right, you my got? last pick. So I have my entertainment, Disney. Um, so I have the internet. Um, I can pay people with Venmo. I have music. Um, what else do I need? Well, I think I would pick pick a game, but I think I'm gonna go with my radar just because I like looking at the weather, especially since I'm in Houston. So okay, so I'll just put weather app. Yeah, I think that's a fair one. Okay, well, that that wraps up the draft. I will say that there are a few things that I would say we might have missed out on, um, like notes, calendars, reminders. Yeah, it's called a piece of paper. (laughs) Agenda? (laughs) What about email, though? I have the internet. It's true. Google Mail. And I have a computer. I thought about it, but I was like, oh, wait, I have Google, so it's whatever. Yeah, he's got Google. That's fair. (laughs) That's fair, but I'm not okay. sure that I need my email. Nobody, nobody drafted Facebook. I gotta say, I, I have I, Instagram. So you do have Instagram, which is owned by Facebook, but it's it's more like picture oriented instead of a combination of the both. So. I'd rather look at pictures because pictures are worth a thousand words. So that's right. yeah, you know, yeah. and we also have like the the memory span of like a goldfish. So sure, um, I have less than that, but <laughs> who's bragging? So. That's fair. All right, Thatcher, you had internet, Venmo, Spotify, Robinhood, Disney Plus, and a weather app. I had Snapchat, Netflix, and then traded my third round pick for John's first and fourth round pick and have Twitter, GPS, podcast, and Amazon. And John um, traded me GPS and Twitter and received YouTube. Now also has ESPN, Vine, Instagram, Flappy Bird, and Fruit Ninja. This is our first ever trade live for this. This is this is a big deal. John, how do you are you are you confident? Are you tilting at all about that trade, or do you have are you happy with YouTube? No, because I was actually I really wanted that YouTube app um, because there's so much potential there. Uh, you yeah. got your entertainment. I got my music, and I really wanted a music app. Yeah. Um. So since Thatch claimed every music app through Spotify somehow, YouTube was the next one. Besides <laughs> the internet browser, which Thatch also has. So this is also true. I wanted my music. Um, and I got that with YouTube. 
it just worked out because you know I value podcasts the way that you value music at this point. So music is Sorry honestly like my fifth uh, choice. A fifty-year-old man. Yeah, I am. Like I sometimes I feel like a fifty-year-old man too. Mm. So, all right, that's gonna wrap us up with our Thursday episode. Make sure and tune in on tomorrow's episode, Friday, where we talk about our starts and sits of the week, and then we also talk about uh, a little bit of uh, I would say the the step cousin, the step, the step brother of, uh, of our, my GM segment that we had uh, in our few, first few episodes talking about, you know, what to expect for the trade deadline. So really uh, pop in for that episode, give it a listen uh, and let us pop know in. what you think. That's right. Pop in. Pop so in. thanks for joining us on this episode of the bench warmers and water boys podcast. Make sure and check out our social media at the water boys on Twitter, where you can Happy stay water up boys. to date and never miss a show while you're at it. If you enjoyed the show, we'd appreciate a rating and or review on iTunes. Get involved on our Twitter. Get get involved on get our involved. polls. That's right. We need you on our, our polls. polls. Vote on our polls because our polls is uh, the most important thing you can vote on in America right now. Don't forget true. it. Um, <laughs> tell a friend about the show. Um, man, we just want y'all to be involved with us. We want to have a good time with y'all. Um, send us some questions. Tell us some stuff that maybe you want us to bring back. Maybe you want us to introduce or maybe spend more time on. So uh, once again, we just want to thank y'all for joining us this week on the Benchwarmers and Waterboys podcast. We'll see y'all next time. We're out of here. See y'all. Peace.